And welcome into the latest episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Thanks for joining us today. Well, as heat is hard on cattle, shade and water should be of top priority. Working animals in the heat of the day could also increase stress. That's according to veterinarian Dr. Troy Shelby, who performs veterinary services for the Oklahoma National Stockyards each week and at the Southern Oklahoma Livestock Market. We don't like the heat. I mean, of course, it's it's harder on the cattle. You know, heat stress, and, and we've got to be per, uh, pretty careful how we handle animals during the heat. We've got to make sure they got plenty of water and that they've, they've got shade. And cattle are not real tolerant of heat and humidity, so it's hard for them to get the heat dispersed. So we just try to handle them the best we can without the less stress we can. can. In south-central Oklahoma, where Shelby ranches, he said the drought hit them hard, but recent rains have made a big difference. Our area, we started out good, and then we, we started missing a lot of the rains. Here about a month ago, we, we started catching some pretty good runoff and some big rains, and uh, it's gotten a lot better. We've got adequate levels of water, but sometimes the quality is not, not too good when you get this really hot weather. You can get some stagnant kind of water and some algae growth and that type of thing. Algae blooms, Shelby adds, can lead to toxicity issues in cattle. Another thing to keep in mind is anaplasmosis. Anaplasmosis, you need to uh, be sure that you uh, have some kind of program to prevent anaplas, and you can lose some uh, adult cattle to that, to that disease. So we've got to be pretty careful to keep an anaplas pr- program in place. Also, parasite prevention, uh, external parasites particularly, flies and and external parasites that can cause a lot of stress to the cattle. Along with these recent rains, foot rot could also be an issue. Shelby says because wet conditions could soften up the feet and create a route for infection. Well, Arkansas Senator John Bozeman, ranking member of the Senate Ag Committee, traveled to Indiana last week with Senators Mike Braun and Todd Young to hear from producers and talk about the upcoming farm bill. Crop insurance and labor issues were two consistent themes throughout the day, as was the Supreme Court's ruling on California's Prop 12. As we've looked at converting our individual sow stalls to group housing, the numbers that we've seen are going to be somewhere in between three to $4,000 per sow that it would cost to retrofit our facilities. Indiana pork producer David Harden shared with the senators that if he were to make the investment to become Prop 12 compliant, it would take him somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 years to recoup that investment. And there are no guarantees that another state won't move the goalposts on him again. Bozeman understands Harden's frustration. This is a terrible decision. And then also it's a terrible precedent, not only for what's happened to port, but other industries too. You know, if you wind up having multiple states uh, when you're trying to produce a product, it makes it really, really difficult. American pork producers are hopeful that a legislative fix can happen that could overturn Prop 12. Some were hopeful that legislative fix could happen in the farm bill. Both Braun and Bozeman dashed any hopes of that happening, though, during their visit. The problem is with this administration, they're very much like the California administration. I don't see, the, I don't see President Biden signing a bill that overrules them. So... Uh, it's, it's a difficult situation. We're going to be working with our various uh, groups like Farm Bureau and the pork producers and all of those things to see if we can figure out a path forward. The Supreme Court upheld California's Prop 12, a ballot measure that prohibits the sale of pork, eggs, and veal not produced according to the state's arbitrary production standards back in May. 
Well, USDA's Economic Research Service's food expenditure series shows consumer spending preferences are changing. Danny Munch, American Farm Bureau Federation economist, says most notably food away from home spending has exceeded food at home spending. Spending away from home surpassed food at home spending by over $300 million last year, the largest gap ever. Biggest categories there are full-service restaurants at about 34% of spending away from home and quick-service restaurants at about 34% of food away from home. Food sold at merchandise stores and vending machines have gone up, the largest increase for food spending away from home. Munch says there are many ways consumers are changing how they purchase food. Traditionally, grocery stores consistently captured the largest market share of what people were purchasing to eat at home. That percentage has gone down significantly. So, for instance, in 1999, grocery stores accounted for 72% of all at-home expenditures. Last year, that had dropped down over the course of 25 years to 50% of at-home spending. Much of that decline was because of the growth of warehouse clubs and super centers and home delivery. And Munch says there are regional differences in the data as well. So, for instance, in rural northeast states like New Hampshire and Maine, food costs on average are already higher than the rest of the country. But because they have such high rural populations, folks eat at home more often, so they spend more money on food at home versus places like Hawaii, Nevada, which has Las Vegas and Florida, where there's much more tourism happening and people spend a lot more money away from home. I mean, it's important for farmers to be aware of these changes because it influences how their products are ultimately sold. You can learn more on the Market Intel page at fb.org. Well, farmer wellness efforts in Wisconsin are taking off as more farmers are aware about the Wisconsin Farm Center, according to Karen Endress. Absolutely. As married to a dairy farmer and being in the industry myself and experiencing now these low milk prices, drought conditions in many parts of our state, farmers are always under stress. But these things just tend to build our stress level a little bit more. So we're happy the word's getting out there. Call the Wisconsin Farm Center. Call our 24-7 line just to talk to someone. We need to reconnect and build that community, and there's fewer and fewer farmers out there. So if we need to reach out and get some help just to have a conversation, do that. The Wisconsin Farm Center also offers succession and transition planning, financial consulting, and mediation. Absolutely. All of our programs in the Wisconsin Farm Center are free and confidential. So there's no risk to making that phone call and connecting with one of us. We have a lot of experience in the industry and we'll do everything we can to help a farmer out or a farm family member because we all feel that stress, right? Many states see the Wisconsin program as a leader in the space. We're in contact with other states all the time. They're developing their programs. We're learning from them. They're learning from us because we all have good ideas on how to reach farmers and we can just be better together. So we do hear often from other states because our counseling voucher program is so successful and it's that personal touch, right? Farmer to farmer. I can speak as a farmer. I can talk to farmers when they call in and at least know where they're coming from because I've been through it as well. And we can relate and we can give you what resources are out there to help. And again, that's Karen Endress of the Wisconsin Farm Center. The Wisconsin Farmer Wellness Helpline is 888-901-2558. And the National FFA organization announced the 16 finalists for its 2023 Top Achievement Awards. The awards include the American Star Farmer, American Star in Agribusiness, American Star in Agricultural Placement, and the American Star in Agriscience. Now, the awards represent the best of the best among thousands of American FFA degree recipients. You can learn more information about the American Star Awards by visiting ffa.org forward slash stars. 
That's going to do it for American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you and yours a great rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in to American Ag Today.